And hello and welcome to Gwinnett Business Radio. Our show is open for business. I'm your host, Mike Salmon. We're broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studios here in Atlanta. This uh, show, Open for Business, is the monthly radio show brought to you by the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce. Every month here, we highlight and celebrate many of the top businesses and business leaders that shape our county. And we have a great show uh, planned today with a full house. Joining us today here in the studio is Jeannie Moreta from Mosquito Squad of Duluth, Lawrenceville. Mark Butler with the UGA Small Business Development Center, and there's a uh, tie-in between Jeannie and Mark, and we'll talk about that. Don Poplowski with PCC Innovative Solutions, and Michael M.K. from Heritage Golf Links. Darn it, I thought I'd get through it without messing up any of the names. Um, but welcome everybody to the show this morning, and let's get started with uh, Jeannie Moreta. She's with Mosquito Squad of Duluth, Lawrenceville. Good morning, Jeannie. Good morning. Uh, tell me all about your company. You are the uh, the owner and general manager, Mosquito Squad of Duluth, Lawrenceville. I think I have an idea of what your company does, but for our listeners, explain what your company does. Sure, sure. So um, first, I wanted to thank you for having me on the show. Um, so, um, like you said, it's a little self-explanatory. So we do eliminate mosquitoes, um, from people's yards, from special events, um, from, um, um, just so that people can enjoy their backyard. Um, we also eliminate adult ticks and fleas. So, um, that's really good if you have any pets, um, especially dogs. Um, and we're really focused on, on giving people back their outdoor living spaces. What separates you or what makes you different from maybe other pest control organizations? Sure. So, you know, I'd have to say, Mike, that one of the biggest things that differentiates us from um, from our competitors um, is our, our our approach to our clients. We do um, take an educational approach and we do try to um, give our, our clients some um, tips on what they can do uh, aside from just using Mosquito Squad. Um, and, you know, things like, if I could give an example, things like one of our clients had a, um, a big magnolia tree where those leaves fell off of the tree. Um, and if you're familiar with those trees, the leaves are pretty big and pretty thick and they kind of cup um, and they retain water in them. And so, um, you know, a lot of people don't think about it, but it only takes about a bottle cap, um, about a bottle cap of water can breed about 300 mosquitoes. So that being said, <laughs> yeah. that magnolia tree was a big problem for them. So those are the kind of approaches that we take in trying to educate and partner with our clients so that we can help them, you know, enjoy their spaces. Well, that, 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 that's a great approach to take because obviously you could go around and just put water in everybody's yards <laughs> and, uh, and you want those mosquitoes to come, but you, you, you don't want that. Exactly. So what are some other things that homeowners could do to, to maybe avoid mosquitoes? Sure. So, um, you know, we always... Um, share with our customer what we call the five T's. Um, we try to um, bring some fun into what we do. The five T's. The five T's. Um, and it's tip, toss, turn, tarp, and treat. And so I'll, I'll elaborate just a little bit. Um, so when, when we walk the um, client's properties, and this is certainly what we recommend to them, when you're walking your property, you're, you want to look for things you can tip over that has any water in it. Um, bird baths that just kind of sit there and become stagnant. Um, you want to toss out any grass clippings or wood pieces and piles and so forth. You want to make sure those are not standing around in your, your yard. Um, you want to turn over um, kids' toys, uh, dogs' water bowls, and so forth. Make sure that that's not staying out. 
Um, anybody who has tarps, sometimes we have tarps around our firewood or a boat or what have you or garbage and, and that gets kind of crinkly and water kind of sits in there. And again, it only takes about a bottle cap of water for mosquitoes to breathe. So um, certainly we want to make sure that those are pulled tight. Um, and then of course we, um, we recommend that you treat um, and uh, call mosquito squads so that we can help you uh, reduce your, your mosquito population. Jeannie, are you typically just residential? Do you do also do commercial? Maybe describe your typical customer. Sure. So um, most of our customers are residential properties. Um, we do, um, um, in addition to just <clears throat> excuse me, in addition to just regular homeowners, um, regular maintenance, we also do uh, event planning. Um, and so right now is a good time of year. We've had a, a quite a few people call us um, because they're having graduation parties. And so whether that be in somebody's backyard or they're renting a space, an outdoor space, just uh, um, so we do that. We also do um, commercial properties, places like restaurants that have outdoor seating. Uh, we do have a couple of daycares that are really concerned about the children going out and getting bit. Um, we also have um, some HOA communities and some of the common areas uh, around the tennis courts and the pools and so forth. So we do uh, a pretty wide variety of, um, of um, types of customers, if you would. Now, Jeannie, and we're talking with uh, Jeannie Moreta with uh, Mosquito Squad of Duluth Lawrenceville. It's in the, your name, Duluth Lawrenceville. Sure. Do you serve service outside those areas? Absolutely. We do service um, all of Gwinnett. Um, and we are actually go over to Cumming and in Southern Hall. So we have a very, very large geography, um, and we can pretty much um, go, like I said, pretty much everywhere. And even when we talk about uh, events and so forth, we even go a little bit further outside of those limits. Okay, we're going to talk to a gentleman uh, sitting to your left that uh, I know is a, that's, that's given you a lot of help. I'll give you a little advice for me, and I don't know if Mark will back this up, but maybe you should change your name to Mosquito Squad of all of Gwinnett and part of Hall County as well and anywhere, you know, <laughs> exactly. inc include it all. Or maybe that's not a good idea after all. Um, you, Mark Butler is also here from the uh, Georgia Small Business Development Center. How did you find out about Mark and his organization, and how have they helped your business? Sure. So um, so I got involved with the uh, Gwinnett Chamber about a year ago um, and started kind of attending their various events and so forth and um, didn't, didn't really realize um, how much um, knowledge there is in the chamber. Um, I had actually heard about the chamber a couple years ago, um, and it took me a little while to kind of start uh, attending some of the meetings and so forth. So Shame on you. Uh, exactly. I say that after the fact. Um, but um, through the chamber, um, you know, I, I became acquainted with, um, with Mark, and it was actually during one of the uh, small business essentials meetings that um, I believe we first met, um, and I was attending those uh, pretty regularly. They were having those every other month, and every other month I would show up, and uh, um, the topics were similar, but I, I gained so much from, from those that I continued to attend. Um, Mark and I kind of forged a relationship, and then since then we kind of have been meeting on a monthly basis. Um, Mark's helped me with um, primarily marketing is what we've been focusing on, so um, you know, advertising, ways to advertise, ways to increase your client base, um, and, and just kind of uh, mentoring and so forth. Um, one of our most recent conversations has been um, on business plans and updating my business plan and so forth. So just a tremendous um, help. Um, you know, the, the other piece that I have found is that many of the people, and at least in the SBDC, um, have either owned 
their own company or currently still own um, a, a company. So it's not just theory that they're preaching. It's very practical information. So that's been um, kind of um, what's helped me to kind of uh, stay stuck a little bit to Mark. <laughs> well, Mark, let me get your perspective, uh, your relationship, uh, your business relationship with uh, Mosquito Squad and the kind of support you've been able to give them. Uh, absolutely. And I think Jenny, Jenny did a great job. She, she needs to give herself more credit from a marketing standpoint. She did a great job of promoting our services. Uh, <clears throat> we, excuse me. We've been working with Jenny for quite some time, and she's a, somewhat of a typical client for the SBDC, and that is uh, what she was looking for in the support that we provide is it wasn't so much across the board, but she was looking for some very specific areas that she needed support on. She's a very experienced business operator, very experienced business manager, knew the operations of her business very well, but needed a little bit of a sounding board and some input and insight into some new things that she was trying to do. So in large part, the support that we provided or support that I provided was just kind of being a sounding board, giving her some bounce back and some feedback on some new marketing activities that she was looking at. We were also able to kind of tap into some resources and databases that we have at our disposal, and we were able to allow Jeannie to not only better understand her customer, but also better define her target market so that as she did her future marketing activities and advertising activities, they would be more effective. Did you find, or do you find, Mark, and this obviously was not the case with Jeannie because she did reach out to you, but do you find that a lot of business owners sometimes are hesitant to ask for help, I don't know whether it's ego or they don't think they need the help? Uh, do you find that uh, sometimes? Oh, absolutely. I, I think they're very hesitant to seek out help. I, you know, they certainly don't want to show that they have a, an issue or a, a possible weakness in a particular area, but I, you know, it's just they want to also make sure that, as Jeannie said, one of the values behind the SBDC was that you're not only dealing with people who kind of have that academic or the strategic side of business, but you have people who have the practical experience as well, having owned and operated businesses themselves, myself included. So you're able to kind of talk, you know, what the strategy or the, you know, the theory of business is, but talk to it in a very practical, you know, hit the streets, execute sense. So um, it's, they are hesitant, but I think when they get in and they find the value that can be had from the services that we provide, the hesitancy goes away. And a lot of the services, there's, there's no investment. Absolutely. They, the SBDC, we're part of the public service and outreach arm of the University of Georgia. Our charter is to work with aspiring entrepreneurs or business owners in the community. Uh, we do so. We provide the services, the one-on-one -on -one consulting services that Jeannie was des describing. We provide those at no charge to the client. So our charter is to help these business owners improve their operations, be more effective. By doing so, they return things to the community. They generate additional revenues, generate additional tax dollars. They hire additional people. And if that's the case, then we've done our job. So where are you guys at now, Jeannie? I mean, you've, you've gotten a lot of great advice and a lot of help from, from Mark and his organization. Uh, do you continue to have conversations? Is it an ongoing process, or is it one of those where, thanks, Mark, I'll, I'll see you later? No, I don't think Mark can get rid of me that quickly. <laughs> um, I, I think it kind of evolves, right? Um, um, certainly, like one of the most recent things that we've talked about is, okay, so you have a business plan in place, um, but I haven't really looked at it. 
in uh, over a couple years. <laughs> and so we should look at that. And, and so I think that, um, at least from my perspective, um, you know, I find it very valuable to continue that relationship and watch it evolve and, 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 and so forth. It almost sounds like it's, it's just good to have someone that, that holds you accountable, holds your, your feet to the fire a little bit to make sure you are doing things such as reviewing a business plan because you can get so overwhelmed sometimes with your day-to-day operations that you forget things like you know we need to review what is our mission in, in, our, in our business plan would you, would you would you agree with that mark absolutely and i you know often refer to us sometimes as a workout buddy you know you'll go to the gym more <laughs> often if you have someone who's going with yeah. you so if you've got someone who's kind of tracking your progress and monitoring your milestones it ha- it does keep you on track and you know it, over time what happens within the sbdc is we a large majority of our clients, we see them on a consistent and recurring basis. And for someone such as Jeannie, who has a very long and deep background in business operations, a lot of times what we can provide on an ongoing basis is just that second opinion, that unbiased new set of eyes and ears to whatever it is they're trying to do, and allow them to get some feedback and and fine-tune what it is that they think they're trying to do. For those uh, business owners or business managers out there that would like to get that workout partner, where can folks find out more about the uh, UGA Small Business Development Center? You can find us on our website, www.georgia, spelled out, G-E-O-R-G-I-A-S-B-D-C.org. When you go on there, you'll find a locations tab. You'll want to look for Gwinnett. That's the center that you want to be connected with. Uh, You can also find us on Facebook at uh, Gwinnett SBDC. And we also have a WordPress blog that you can find us on as well. Great. Uh, Jeannie, where do you see yourself five years from now? What are, what are your, your goals for uh, Mosquito Squad of Duluth-Lawrenceville? Sure. Well, I, I'd really like to expand um, more into the commercial um, into the commercial space. And, and, and certainly there's a lot of people out there that need our services um, just so that they can enjoy their, their green space. So I, I absolutely see myself kind of expanding and continuing to educate people in various different ways. Um, you know, we uh, we do a lot of that over the phone. We do a lot of consultative um, um, appointments, and um, you know, we get a lot of emails from people. So I continue to um, expect that I will continue to do that as well, and just continue to grow. And I see that sometimes you're known just as the Squad. Yes. And recently recognized by Entrepreneur Magazine as one of the top franchises in the country and the only outdoor pest control organization to make that list. Absolutely. That's a huge feather in your cap. Yes, yes. We really kind of pride ourselves on um, everything that we do. We're, we're truly, truly customer focused. Um, and because I own the business, it allows me to really go above and beyond to, to my customers that are out there. So. We're talking with uh, Jeannie Moreta with uh, Mosquito Squad of Duluth-Lawrenceville. For those that would like to find out more about your services, where can they get that information? Um, so definitely they can give me a call at 770-271-1833. Or probably the easiest way is just to go online. They can visit us at the web and um, www.mosquitosquad.com or uh, Duluth-Lawrenceville at MosquitoSquad.com. Either one will get you there. Great. Jeannie, thank you so much for sharing your story. Yes, thank you. And Mark, thank you very much for coming in as well. Thank you. All right. Uh, let's take a quick break here and just let you know that uh, we are broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studios. And so I want to let you know about Subaru. Just uh, real quick, love, it's what makes a Subaru. Get the savings and enjoy our hassle-free experience at Subaru of Gwinnett, where people sell cars. Visit SubaruofGwinnett.com and join the family today. Come in and see the difference. If you're already a Subaruist, Subaruist, that's what you're called if you own a Subaru already, then follow Subaru of Gwinnett 
Facebook page for the latest Subaru offers, news, and community events. And now joining us on the uh, program here, which of course is open for business, brought to you by the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce, is Don Poplowski. 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 Ah. <laughs> PCC Innovative Solutions. I'm going to have Mark host the show. He sounds better than me anyway. <laughs> but uh, tell me all about uh, PCC Innovative Solutions. What does your company do, Don? My company provides credit and collection solutions. So basically what that means is I help businesses anywhere from small to medium-sized to large corporations and doing collection services. So you have like Luigi and yeah. <laughs> Jose and uh, Mario working for you. No, I mean, there's a there's perception that, you know, the big exactly. guy shows up, but uh, it, obviously that's not the way it works. Exactly. No, <laughs> what basically that's my idea as well is far as taking the collection efforts that's um, typically out there and the persona and changing that to a more customer service base. Um, I tend to like to focus with the clients that I have on a more personal level and get to know their businesses and their needs as far as the credit and collections are concerned. Um, a lot of companies have issues with their accounts receivable and getting paid. And I go in and basically act as though I am part of that company and provide the customer service and do what needs to be done and uh, but show that support. So, for instance, the companies don't want to necessarily lose their client if they can keep their client. And so, you know, that's the kind of situation. It's more like I'm collecting from that person myself for myself. And if for any reason that doesn't work, then you take the next steps. How long have you been doing it, Donna? And why did you decide to start your own collection company? Actually, I started doing collections in 1988. And I started off with construction commercial collections, uh, working for the larger uh, corporations and suppliers, um, construction industry, and whatnot. And what I decided um, after working with the large corporations is there was a lot missing as far as dealing directly with those customers. Um, I did have an opportunity at one time in my life to work like in a branch level situation where I did face-to-face -face collections and help provide them with credit to run their business. And doing, working with the larger companies, that's, I saw where that was starting to get missed. Um, you know, your local businesses would have that connection, but in a larger corporation, you tend to lose it from the corp between the corporate office and then your branch office. And there's one thing that I saw is with that growing apart, they were losing the whole aspects of the customer service and being there as a team to help grow their business and help make them profitable. Instead, it was more like focused on numbers. You know, their right. numbers, you know, how it affected that person, the collector, not the business. And so I started my business actually just last fall is when I started and I picked up my first client in January and it's been working great as far as being able to do exactly what I had hoped to plan, you know, what I planned right. for and, and taking that more personal approach. And typically what I do is I will consult with the company and find out 
exactly what their needs are and how I can help them and make them profitable. Because, you know, like everyone's saying, the small businesses are on such a, uh, a time limit, I guess you could say, as far as success. Right, right. The numbers are, you know. We, we had a show here yesterday talking yeah. just about that. 80% of businesses typically will shut down in the first 18 months. It was something uh, phenomenal like that. So you're right. Exactly. And that's where I want to help them. You know, help them internally, help them know how to handle collections before it gets to a bad debt situation. Well, real quick, I, I, PCC, Innovative Solutions, the, what's the PCC stand for? Providing Credit and Collection Solutions. Okay, great. Um, you mentioned collections. Mm-hmm. H- how does that process work? A company typically realizes they're having some issues getting in the revenue from their, from their clients. Uh, at what point should they be contacting a company similar to yours? Okay. Um, what I, what is, I have experienced so far with me just walking into this and meeting clients is a lot of them are already, they didn't know what to do. Some of these accounts are a year or two old. And, of course, that is way beyond yeah. <laughs> the time to contact someone. And um, what's happening is the longer you wait, to start a collection effort like that, the less likely you are to get paid. And um, for a typical debt collections um, agency, they normally will take it over 90 days, delinquent. And I do provide that service, but I also provide the internal training so it doesn't get to that point. Are there typical markets that you uh, really concentrate on? You mentioned kind of starting out in construction. Is that still a big market for you? Have you expanded into, obviously you have expanded into other areas, but what are, what are some of the uh, typical clients that you might uh, be working with? Well, surprisingly, um, since I started my own business, most of them have been consumer collections. So I offer both. Um, because I have the experience in the commercial industry, I'm also seeing the big need with the smaller companies that are dealing in retail or just providing service. So when you say consumer collections, that yeah. means? For instance, uh, like Jeannie, if she's by chance having trouble getting paid from a client, you know, a residential. Well, she just brings a bunch of water and lets it lay on their <laughs> yeah. land for a long time and, and, and just lets the mosquitoes come back. <laughs> exactly. You know, but um, so, you know, I can help her with that type of situation. You can help yeah. her get the mosquitoes back. Yeah. <laughs> no, you want to help her get the payments. Exactly. <laughs> Are there other services that you provide, or is it all just, just pretty much straightforward collections? Oh, uh, no, the credit aspect of it as well. Um, there are a lot of businesses out there that want to grow, and they may not necessarily know how to. So even if they have a business plan in place, if they want to hit the commercial industry, for instance, you're not necessarily going to get a check up front for your services or your products. And that's where I come in and would help them set up a credit and collection policy gotcha. in place with the terms and, you know, as far as their contracts, their um, applications. And then also I handle the investigative process. So, you know, doing whatever credit investigation checks on whether it be an individual consumer or a business. Gotcha. Then I can provide that information to help secure that debt. We're talking with uh, Don Poplowski with uh, PCC Innovative Solutions, a uh, fairly new company. Um, 
there's a gentleman, in fact, right across the table from me that could probably help you with, with the growth. Where do you see yourself as far as growing? Where do you see yourself in five years? What are your plans? Um, well, I do definitely want to um, branch out. I have um, some collection friends that are just waiting for me to get bigger because <laughs> they would love they love um, the idea. And um, also, I am also a um, government vendor as well now. Okay. So I'm looking into getting working with the bigger projects and um, basically going outside of the state eventually. Um, but at the same time, I want to make sure I still keep that personal aspects and, you know, that business There's relationship. There's that balance you need yes. to, yeah. You know, because your typical agencies, a lot of them are Internet, you know, process. And, and I want to have that personal relationship. Okay. Well, I'm a relationship expert, uh, and so as far as growing your business, Don, meet Mark. Mark, <laughs> meet Don. <laughs> Hi, Mark. <laughs> Hi, Don. <laughs> um, tell our folks, uh, you know, if, if there's, a, there's a, you know, our listeners are, are business owners, business leaders, and so forth, and, and if they are having some issues, and I, I assume this has probably been growing with the, the, the economy, of course, took the hit, mm -hmm. you know, several years ago. Obviously, I, this, I would think this is a growing field. Exactly. Um, and that's another thing I have yet with uh, the different networking groups and within the chamber, I haven't seen, run across anyone who does what I do. And so, you know, I'm hoping that I can help these businesses and not have, you know, them go out and not know what to do or just sit there or just write it off. And also, you know, you've got the expense of an attorney that's not necessary yeah. as well, unless, you know, it goes to that length where you need to bring one in so you know that's i'd like to support them and help them stay in business and there's probably <laughs> very few businesses out there where every single client is paying on time and exactly. they're not having some of these issues that you can help them with and address exactly you'd be surprised at the clients i do have already you know it's like a veterinarian i have a cleaning service um, a painter you know so it it, it ranges <laughs> so anybody and they're cod you know they're basically pay on delivery mm. So they're still having issues. Before I let you go, Don, uh, we met the other day at the Chamber's Business After Hours. Tell me about your Chamber membership. How has the, the Gwinnett Chamber, this being the Gwinnett Chamber radio show, how has your Chamber membership helped you? Oh, it, it's helped me 100%. Um, basically, every single one of my clients are through the Chamber and, and the different networking groups that I've gone to with people that I've met from the Chamber. So it has helped me quite a bit. For those that would like to find out more about your services, where can they get that information? They can visit the website. Um, it's www.pccis.com. And they can also contact me at 770-605-3033. Again, the company is PCC Innovative Solutions. Don, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thank you. Our next guest here on Open for Business, brought to you by the Gwinnett Chamber from Heritage Golf Links. Let's talk a little golf right now. It's Michael M. Key. Michael, good morning. Good morning. Before we get into the, 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 the golf, and, well, actually, let's start with Heritage Golf Links. Tell us where you're located. Just kind of give us the, uh, the view from 10,000 feet overhead all about the golf course. Sure, absolutely. Uh, we are actually located in Tucker. Uh, we are at, uh, just off of Spaghetti Junction, so we're very uh, easily accessible from downtown um, and also anywhere in Gwinnett County as well. Uh, we think we've got a great location. Uh, some of the things that we're working on is, again, getting our name out there. Uh, we've got 27 holes, but there's a lot of people who still don't even know we exist. So if you're listening, you play golf, come on out and see us. We'd love to have you. Well, we're glad you're here to get, help get the name out. And it is a beautiful course. We were there recently for a chamber event. And, and it is very easily, I mean, I was coming from, from North Gwinnett County, and it is very easy to get to. 
Barring any Atlanta traffic on 85 or 285, yeah, it's pretty easy to get to. Uh, how long has the course uh, been there? Uh, opened in 1996 with the first 18 holes. Uh, they added an additional nine. So as I said, we do have 27 holes of golf. Uh, the additional nine was added, I think, uh, maybe three years later. Uh, when it opened, it was named one of the best new golf courses by Golf Digest magazine, uh, one of the highest slope ratings in Georgia. Uh, we don't have any encroaching development uh, surrounding us, so it's an actually there's no you're not gonna if you shank one, it's not going into somebody's backyard. Uh, we surround a lake. Uh, it's a like I said, it's a gorgeous property. Uh, if you get a chance, like I said, even if even if you're not a golfer, just come out for an event, uh, have lunch, have dinner, sit on our patio, see the view. It's a fantastic place. Well, let's talk more about the amenities then, because if you know if, if you're a business leader right now and you're listening, there, there's opportunities for business to be done out there, and, and not just playing golf. Yeah, absolutely, and that's uh, you know one of the things that uh, we certainly want to talk about, or we want to get people to understand is, you know, yes, we are a golf course, but at the same time, we're we're a, we're a property, and we've got, uh, like I said, the full service bar and grill. Uh, we've got uh, teaching schools for golf. Uh, we can do lessons. We can do private events. We can do weddings. You know, I mean, uh, some of the new things we're working on, of course, are uh, we're trying to develop new. Uh, team building events for corp for corporations for businesses uh, come out two hours on the range meals drinks afternoon of fun doesn't require the five hours for a round of golf uh, so we're trying to diversify we're trying to show that there's more to us than just 18 holes of golf now is this a private club a public course we're semi-private uh, so we do have daily fee players that come out um, we, we're a very like I said it's a pretty popular public course but we do have memberships as well uh, ranging anywhere from Full memberships down to essentially a range membership, uh, so anywhere from $49 a month all the way up to $3,900 a year. For the nonprofits out there, I know a lot of times they'll be, they like to do golf tournaments. Uh, tell about, talk about the packages you might be able to offer for these companies or nonprofits that want to have a, a tournament out there on a weekday or something. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, certainly our bread and butter uh, is working with nonprofits, uh, trade unions, businesses, um, anybody who's looking to raise money or, or support a cause, uh, we certainly host uh, golf tournaments any day of the week. Uh, we're different in the private club industry that typically only allows you to host it on Monday. Uh, so we're available any day of the week. Uh, we'd love to have you. We're competitive on our pricing. We want to work with you. We understand that you're trying to make money, understanding that we're a business as well. We're trying to make ours too. Uh, but that being said, you know, again, we're, we're, we're flexible. Uh, you know, we, want, we want your business. At the end of the day, uh, we want you to come out because we're going to provide you an exceptional, uh, exceptional day. You're a director of sales out there, Michael. Uh, I assume you're a golfer as well? <laughs> I, I am. Uh, not a very good one. Uh, we do have a golf pro on staff, and uh, I let him handle all the golf uh, questions, uh, questions, answers, those things, types of things. Uh, I try to handle just the marketing, selling the property, uh, the relationships, getting people to, uh, to know who we are and where we're at and, and coming out and seeing us. Well, for the golfers that are listening out there, and a lot of business people are golfers, obviously, uh, talk about the actual course. You said it's not... You know, for, for anybody can come out, whether you shank it like me, and, and obviously you've been spying on my, my golf game, or, or if you're a good golfer, it, it's still a, a great course. Let's talk about the lay of the land and, and some of the holes and some of the hazards. And, uh, you know, what, what, it sounds like no matter what level golfer you are, you're going to have a good time out there at Heritage. Absolutely. Uh, you know, that's uh, like I, I like to tell people, you know, I'm not, I'm not giving you a golf test when you come out here. So, <laughs> so don't be afraid by, by any stretch to uh, come out and enjoy, to enjoy our property. Uh, but again, we do have the 27 holes, the original 18. Um, it's like I said, back to it's one of the highest slope ratings. So it's it's rolling terrain. We surround when, a 20. When you say lake. highest slope rating, what does that mean? Uh, it's, it's one of the most difficult uh, as, as far as versus your handicap and uh, your average golfer, uh, how you will score essentially. Uh, so like I said, it's not a, it's certainly not flat. Uh, it's definitely got some uh, some topography there. Uh, like I said, even for 
like you said, I, I, I like to talk to those you know, non-traditional golfers, those, those people who just want to have a great day. And that's really what you experience when you're out there. It, it's, it's, it's a phenomenal property, and just the experience of being out there Georgia summer day, it's 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 worth the price of admission. Oh, what, what's the old saying that a bad day on the golf course is still better than a, a good day at the office? Yeah, I, I think that's probably a, a fair statement. <laughs> Mark shaking his head. Mark, Mark, are you a golfer? Uh, I used to be <laughs> until my back got too old. We can we can we can re, re, reinvent you there. <laughs> okay. Well, and then with the golf carts and everything, I mean, it's it, it's just it could it could be a fun time no matter how athletic or, or non-athletic you you think you may be. And that's just it. Again, it, it's it's you know there are certainly serious golfers, and we appreciate them, and we we love their respect for the game. But you know, for a lot of people, it's you know we we don't want to be deterring the game of golf and, and right now the game of golf is, is certainly on a, on a decline and it's something that we need to address we need to make it more accessible we need to make it more enjoyable we need to make it more affordable and i think those are all things that we're trying to do at heritage yeah you you mentioned the golf being on the decline i didn't want to bring up you know that that news but but it has been and and, and the courses have have gone under unfortunately so you're in a very competitive field so you have to kind of give that extra attention to the golfers that come out absolutely and i think that's in any business you know i don't think we're any different than the people sitting here with me today is uh, you know what as i said in the beginning customer service is our number one focus at the end of the day i want you to enjoy your time here with us and i think that's what separates me from a lot of the other properties out there is as, as you alluded to earlier i'm not really a golfer i'm not I'm, you know I, I golf i know the game i enjoy it but my at the end of the day my job is to make sure that you have a great time that your money was invested wisely and investing it with me i think is going to be a better investment than some of the other properties out there well they say a lot of deals get done on the golf course or around right. the golf course so come on out even if you don't have a tournament going on we'd love to have you uh just like don you and i also met at a chamber function that you had out there talk about your relationship with the gwinnett chamber of commerce yeah that's uh it's, it's funny i think we met at the uh, chamber event that was hosted by heritage golf links last night and we uh, like what do you said, know it was, uh, it, was, uh, it was it was a great event we, we were thrilled to have everybody out there uh, just again, again, it's just one of those things that the chamber provides uh, provided us with the opportunity to expose our property to 200 plus people. And there were numerous people there last night who said, again, never heard of you, didn't know you were here. How do I come back? What can I do? You know, and those those are the relationships. That's that's how we do business here. And I think that's a, a, a huge advantage of being a member of the Chamber of Commerce. Absolutely. For those that want to find out more, give us the phone numbers, uh, websites, all that so they can find out all about Heritage Golf Links. Yeah. 770-493-4653. We'll get you to us. And then we are also at HeritageGolfLinks.com. Follow us on Twitter, uh, Heritage Golf ATL, and we're on Facebook, Heritage Golf Links. Michael, great to see you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Michael M. Key with uh, Heritage Golf Links here on Open for Business. want to thank all of our guests for uh, joining us today here on the show. A reminder that Open for Business is presented by the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce, and it comes to you every month right here on Business Radio X. You can listen to the show anytime by visiting GwinnettBusinessRadio.BusinessRadioX. This program, of course, is also available on iTunes. Until next time, for our producer, Trey, I'm Mike Salmon, and on behalf of the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce, where they're always open for business, we will see you next time. (laughs) 